0: listen to some tunes and uh what's funny is i've been listening to our podcast for the past month and i've been listening to you talk about like what makes american rock american rock oh yeah you know that's right you don't know, realize it but over the month you have kind of like assembled what is a definition you know and then i heard this song today and i was like dude that's got it all <laughs> it's got the story it's got the guitar solos built in.
1: <laughs> that was the Georgia, you know I
0: mean? the Georgia Satellites, right there. Georgia Satellites, yeah. And then I look into these guys, dude. It's like everything you've ever talked about this month. They started off as uh, Keith and the Satellites, <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. Did we talk about those names? <laughs> That's right. And then they became the Georgia Satellites. It's a great, great tune. Plus, I love the message there, man. That was true feminism in the 80s,
1: (laughs) right? Yeah, man. Keep your hands to yourself. What a classic uh, Southern rock gem. Uh, Quite the twang to it. Almost country music, my man. Well, that's what what killed me, but that was,
0: come on, that's rock.
1: That's 12-bar blues in A major. Uh, You really don't get more blues than then uh, keep your hands to yourself by the George Satellites. Absolutely, man. Oh, you and, don't think it's rock? Oh, I just said, that's 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 the the definition of rock and roll. Yeah, 12-bar yeah, blues right. in A major. That is like... Oh, nailed
0: it, 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 it nailed it. It doesn't okay.
1: get more rock and roll than, than that. That's, uh, you know, Dude, OG.
0: In my head, I, I had like a 10-minute debate today before the show whether I should play that or George Thurgood... Move it on over.
1: I I love me a a, a George Woof. Thurgood. He's um his catalog is just you know a gem in American and then you culture. you know
0: what I realized, man? I always shit on the '80s because it was a bunch of fruits, you know, wearing like these colorful outfits and shit with hair.
1: You know, you gotta dig into the '80s. There's some some really good stuff there.
0: Oh well, behind the scenes, behind the mainstream, there were men who were like overcompensating. <laughs> George Thorogood like that was literally his
1: name (laughs) I'm honestly though but like even in the 80s like look at the way some of the uh, the gay fellas were dressing they were doing the biker dress code thing like that was pretty masculine You know what I'm saying? It was more like a a biker. (laughs) That's right. You know? But still, you had the leather and the chains and, you know, even being gay, there was was an element of, this is some man-on-man action going on here, you know?
0: (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Frank, eventually you gotta just come out, buddy. Are you alright there? What's going on here? I think
1: we know what the theme of this show is. (laughs) I think people out there have figured it out.
0: Is that why you started this podcast? I'm, I'm going to France. I'm just saying the men, the gay men of the '80s were
1: way hotter. What? <laughs> just a little more masculine. They did the mustache thing, you know. The gay guys now, yeah. all the gay dudes now are cross dressers and drag queens, man. Like, uh it's Oh yeah, dude, the
0: gay the gays of the eighties ruined the mustache in the nineties. That's like, right. I grew up in the nineties, so I'll never have just a mustache. Nobody it always seems gay. Nobody yeah. had
1: a mustache in the nineties because it was the symbol of gay men from the eighties.
0: Dude, if you had a mustache and your right ear was pierced, bro, that was gayer than sucking dick. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I made more fun of the guy with the mustache and the earring than the guy who I saw sucking dick.
1: You didn't have mustaches in the 90s. I think, you know, even the dudes who rocked them, like, didn't Burt Reynolds shave his mustache in the 90s? I feel like everybody was like, okay, we get it.
0: No, I think they were grandfathered in, like the guys from the 70s.
1: Yeah, the dudes who rocked the hard stash in the 70s were able to maintain masculinity. Because here's
0: the problem. They were like, listen, I've been pleasing women with this mustache long before you freaking started <laughs> growing them. You know what I mean? So their grandfather did. Whereas we came up, you know, we didn't learn how, you know, we didn't grow up learning how to use them. You can't just grow a mustache.
1: No, yeah, yeah. the only people we saw with the mustaches were, you know, Freddie Mercury and company. So, it was a no-go for, uh, for the young fellas of the really 90s. Funny. But now... You know, a lot of the young guys I've been seeing with the stash out there. The stash is back in a lot of ways.
0: Mm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I remember they really called them dick sweepers. <laughs> <laughs> you sweep off your boyfriend's dick while you're blown. And...
1: <laughs> oh man, welcome to the Dude Man Podcast. This is a family show, folks. Keep that in mind. <laughs>
0: that was back in the days of don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh man, the, the mustache is a power move. I, a lot of the uh, pitchers currently in the MLB rocking the stash, and I, it's kind of a stone cold look when you're a pitcher, in my opinion. Not a good look. You're not into the stash, huh?
0: No, 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 no. no. I think like like you know,
1: I don't know. It's a classic look. You got to be uh, you got to be a classic yeah. kind of man to rock the classic look like a mustache.
0: In my opinion, the best looking people are like the Norwegians, you know? Like, the whiter, the less hair, the better. <laughs> you know, like, that's, that's evolved, you know? Like, look at me, dude. I'm like four steps away from a caveman, you know? Yeah, I'm hairy, maybe you're I'm right. Short. I'm, yes. My knuckles are okay. practically dragging. Yeah. Nobody's ever paid me for how I look good call. You know, Absolutely. Like this. We I'm do not doing uh, any beauty pageants.
1: This is a an audio specific radio only show for many reasons. We've been,
0: <laughs> we've been doing the show for 3 years haven't recorded one video of ourselves.
1: There's no so. interest there. Nobody wants There's to see a, that. Yeah. Nobody wants to see this mug. It's not enjoyable. You know? No, that's a good call, man. When you're talking evolution and progress, you're talking uh tall, pale Hairless, skinny, skinny yeah, hairless, blonde, blonde if there is hair, blue eyes, blue eye, yeah. oh,
0: blue eyes are trying, so beautiful, Get green eyes, you know, what I, mean? I got poop brown eyes, who the fuck cares about poop brown and black hair?
1: Right, we were uh, genetically designed to just be in the dirt in the fields, slaving away.
0: I'm literally happy just crawling in and out of sewers, that's the best <laughs> job I've ever had, love it. Well, ground dwellers, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Something in my genes was just like, this is what I should be doing. You know? oh, you're low class.
1: Well, uh, guys like us never really offered the roles to be in movies like Barbie, right? Uh, they'll skip over us <laughs> for those. We'd probably be... Nobody ever said, hey, I'll pay you millions of
0: dollars to be this beautiful Ken doll.
1: Right, yeah. We'll get the roles in, like, the Oppenheimer flick. Uh, we're the the janitors in the background during the black and white scenes. <laughs> right? It's more our forte. <laughs> well, I'm not even in the movie. I'm just
0: I'm unclogging the toilet on set.
1: <laughs> Yeah, in uh, Cillian Murphy's trailer. Uh, and so... <laughs> Don't even know who that is. This is a big blockbuster weekend. Were you following the hype? My man, it was explosive. Uh, our neighbors next door, big Barbie fans, they got all dressed up in Barbie regalia to go see the movie, and apparently... Uh, people were doing, like, a double feature with Barbie and Oppenheimer. <laughs> we're so stupid. That's it's a little weird. so weird.
0: It's a little weird. But uh, I got to say, do you know why I will never see Barbie? Why is that? Dude, Barbie and Ken are supposed to, like, be representative of the perfect man and woman. Ryan Gosling and, uh, what's that, Bobby chick? Uh, uh, that's uh, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie, Unbelievably. Beat. Margot. Oh, God. Margot. Hit me up anytime you want. Absolutely I've never gorgeous in my woman. Life absolutely. Had a chance with a woman as beautiful as Margot Robbie. But right y'all are like me. 40. There's definitely like more perfect. What's that guy? Zach Afron should have been Ken.
1: Wow. Good call, man. Right? Yeah.
0: Like, what's his name? Ryan Gosling, dude. You're way better looking than the plumber Mike. But, so the hmm.
1: movie's a comedy. If I'm not mistaken. So I think maybe the imperfective element there is on purpose. to a, Dude, he's to 42 degree. years old. Yeah. There's, nobody
0: 42 is the perfect. That, that is not the perfect No, anything.
1: when I saw that they had Gosling as Ken, I was a, not too too uh, keen to see the film. uh I, I, wanna, I think I'm going to go see it probably because Emma wants to, and she convinced me it's a little bit over 90 minutes, but not like the behemoth that is uh, Avatar or you know, Indiana Jones or anything like that. So yeah. it, it's within the radar, the time scheme that I'm willing to accept. Holy shit, dude. Margot Robbie's only
0: 33.
1: She's hot, man, and I think uh, she's right on the money to play I Barbie.
0: And you then, think so? I thought she was older. No, Emma Stone's
1: no. only thirty-four. Emma Stone's hotter than Margot Robbie, dude. Emma Stone's aged a bit, but yes, I, I, oh. I, I you know, I guess it, you know they're both uh very attractive young, older, young females. Uh, dude, is anybody with actual talent coming through the pipeline these days? Like, who, who's the young versions of these actors? I'm not seeing them anywhere. You oh, know, these I, actresses. Yeah. Anything, dude? Like, uh,
0: Ah, you supposed to know who's good. You can't even have him suck your dick anymore. I
1: feel for these guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, to be honest, man, writing and movies—it's all been crap, which is why nobody realizes that the writer strike is still listen, going on. Listen, we've, listen, we've listen I'm forgotten. not
0: saying I'm not saying it's it's good, but if you could act like you're actually turned on while sucking Harvey Weinstein's dick. That's a good actress. You know? Yeah,
1: you've got some talent, no doubt about that's it. That's it.
0: You're in. You're in. We're gonna put <laughs> you in Avengers. You know, you're in. <laughs> you made me believe you actually wanted to suck my dick. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> you know wow, what I, mean? I never thought. It of looked it that like way. a gremlin that came out of Mordor. <laughs> yeah, Harvey yeah, Weinstein like-
1: is some sort of troll-like creature, no doubt about it. Uh, and that's a good call. Yeah, you you were able to fake being interested for long enough to. Uh, get off mr weinstein you have the acting chops to hang out with uh you know robert downey jr and iron man
0: (laughs) (laughs) you have what it takes to get raped by iron man (laughs) oh
1: man hollywood is a sick place dude uh recently there's been a lot of talk like uh speaking of hobbits and mordor um What's his name? Uh, the main Hobbit guy, Frodo. He uh, Elijah Wood came out. Um, he has over the last few years. He's mm. been very vocal about kind of uh, how they treat children. And he was a child actor. Uh, I literally thought
0: he was Ezra Miller. I
1: thought they were like the same person. Well, dude, look at Ezra Miller. That guy's such a freak, weirdo man. You both man. just look like a
0: woman. You both look like the same woman.
1: These That's dudes. The these dudes got raped as kids. Man, it's pretty obvious that's what they do in, in Hollywood. Yeah. It's a sick culture. That's why, as I brought up in our previous episode, I got a lot of questions for Steven Spielberg, a guy who's made an entire career casting children in his movies. A lot of questions. He's a little Steven bit of a weirdo.
0: Spielberg.
1: Yeah. Dude, did you hear about the Garth Brooks conspiracy? Did I have talk about it? I am very excited. But you know me. I'm a huge fan of not Garth Brooks, but his alter dark ego, Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. So, dude, it got really
0: big because the uh, comedian Tom Segura like made this whole big deal about it. That it got to the point where, like, uh, for those that don't know, Tom Segura, like a couple of years ago, he hurt himself really bad trying to like dunk a basketball. Oh He's wow! Solid, like broke his arm in like nine spots it was like crazy wow but uh it got so bad that uh garth brooks i guess got caught like <laughs> behind the scenes making fun of tom segura now anyways the whole conspiracy is if you look his tours seem to line up with missing persons wow and there's a conspiracy theory that he's a serial killer. Because <laughs> he goes on tour and like there's like these random places where like people just go missing and they're never found.
1: And he's well known for having an alter ego, Chris Gaines. So he he's, he's very uh, good at like transforming himself and being different people. Maybe even putting on disguises and slipping in and out of crowds, unknown.
0: Well, and he's you know probably getting these young people you know
1: right yeah especially if he puts on that black wig and he puts that little black soul patch on and he's like hey baby i'm chris gaines i'm a rock star
0: maybe i don't know about the chris gaines thing but i was thinking maybe he's more of like a supplier to the chain
1: yeah i see what you're saying uh like uh his his roadies and the people in his team like he he probably travels with Quite a posse, uh, several trucks, I imagine, and crew and buses. So there's a lot of opportunity there to rowl up some young fans or unsuspecting uh, young people or even homeless people or ladies of the night, if you will, in various cities and just kind of snag them, toss them on one of the trucks, and off you go.
0: That's what I'm saying. Get their adrenochrome. Dude, he's a supplier. That's why he makes so much money, and they just let him do whatever he wants.
1: And there's always some element to how are you so famous?
0: Exactly. Nothing's ever hit you. We've never had one Me Too, one nothing. That's that's
1: why one of the freakiest people in Hollywood Hollywood to me, like who's in everything, on every commercial, and always at the special events, Uh, John Legend, man. Something really creepy about Uh, John Legend.
0: For me, it's Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, wow, Jimmy. Yeah, dude, and Stephen Colbert. These guys are just like oh,
1: Jimmy Kimmel, you know, <clears throat> from what I hear through the Adam Carolla, you know, grapevine is that he's just one of those classic non-stop hardworking dudes who takes I don't any buy gig. It.
0: I don't buy it because Adam Carolla is like okay, this is why they get me the most. Stephen uh um Colbert right. and, and Jimmy Kimmel because they have two counterparts who undoubtedly work just as hard. I know for a fact, uh, Adam Carolla works just as hard as Jimmy. I would argue harder.
1: He's, I mean yes, he's constantly a- working. Yeah.
0: Adam Carolla is a man who made, a- made his way in the carpentry world. <laughs> That's right. You know yeah. what I'm saying like this guy works. You know He puts on more podcasts than most people. Like yes. This guy works. So don't tell me that it's all about hard work and everything. It's like, no. And as much as we make fun of Jon Stewart, the guy has never, he's like constantly in a lawsuit with the Supreme Court. <laughs> that's
1: right. That's <laughs> you know right.
0: What I mean, like suing Congress, you know? Like, this guy is, he's fighting. They never stop working, but they just never make it. Whereas, like, Jimmy Gimmel can never do anything wrong. You were so wrong about COVID and the <laughs> yes, vaccines yes. and it just got wiped off the table, everything forgotten. Who cares? You're still our boy, Jimmy. You know, it's like it's it's it's
1: too obvious. It's the divergent pathways, I think, which is most stark. You know, you have uh Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla doing the man show together like 20 years ago and then all right. of a sudden Adam uh, just does love line and podcasting, and then Jimmy signs on to be late night host of a tonight show or a late exactly. night show. Dude, Colbert
0: and Stewart? Same thing. Were, yeah, they were. Colbert on, started on Stewart's show, right? Then got his own show. Then they had their two and shows. Then yeah. they get rid of Stewart, and now all we have is Stephen.
1: Yeah, man, on his own late night show. Who's
0: dancing with the vaccine now while the other guy's trying to warn you? Yeah, it's man. Like, it's almost like you guys planned this for a long time and you were just putting chess pieces in place and Adam Carolla, Jon Stewart, they weren't the chess pieces.
1: Or know? they chose not to play ball and they said, no, we're going to do our own stuff. And yeah. look how mightily they struggled to hit a mainstream audience on any level. Uh, look at the tech that they give John Stewart for his TV show on Apple TV like you can't hear anything they're talking about it's it's insane man. it's the worst quality programming like they they are telling John Stewart to pound sand like here you could have your show but we're going to give you total crap oh and your co-hosts and you they're going to be terrible <laughs> <laughs> and you can't even blame the long distance dude we're never in the same room we've done two episodes <laughs> It's just incredible to me the quality that they gave John Stewart, you know, and he, he gets to be on Apple TV and he gets the uh, Zoom quality podcast show. And then, you know, you're right. Bears dancing with the vaccine needles and saying, hey, tune in next week, folks. And this is brought to you by Pfizer. Oh, yeah.
0: No, And he's telling you it's 100 percent safe and effective, which turns out to be bullshit. And then nobody, nobody even questions it. <laughs> That's like, right. Man, I don't know. It's kind of weird. That's why I always suspect Jimmy Kimmel, man.
1: Oh man, well, that's a good call, and I, I will. Uh, I'll.
0: I don't know how we got there that. from the Barbie movie, but did the Barbie movie? Well, I don't know. It's, we uh, it's gonna
1: fail, and I'm glad. I'm excited. It's a terrible idea. Well, we got there because uh, somehow we were discussing the fact that Ryan Gosling not the right cast for. Ken we could have used someone Ken. maybe maybe 10 years younger I think they have multiple dude. Kens and multiple Barbies so there you'll see there's like different versions but either way uh, this is a big I heard there's a trans Barbie in there oh no really
0: I swear to god dude. is there
1: of course there is and this is why the strikes are ongoing and nobody cares and this is why i was more entertained watching knocked up last night than anything i've seen on netflix or any of the streaming services for the last five years uh, a movie that's 20 years old now um so this weekend though Bill as a massive weekend for moviegoers and they were uh they have a new phrase for these two flicks and that's the only reason why i love the story uh it's barbenheimer
2: This weekend, two summer blockbusters square off at the box office. That's good news for theaters still recovering from pandemic losses and two Hollywood strikes. CBS's Michael George is at the movies in New York tonight. Michael, good evening.
3: Adriana, good evening. One word seems to have captivated movie audiences this weekend. Barbenheimer, two films that couldn't be more different, released on the we're same so day. stupid. But they've managed to we revive so something stupid. a lot of people thought was dead.
1: China's going to invade us very soon, folks, so <laughs> enjoy the ride of stupidity that we're on. Ah, gee, Summer,
3: gee. they talk about Barbenheimer. <laughs> spectacle at a time when the industry is in crisis. I bought my tickets months ago. Americans are back at the theaters, many dressed in pink, lining up to see two films with no connection. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Ken. The bright pink comedy, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Didn't need a charge. And the dark historical drama, Oppenheimer. Moviegoers are leaning into the really wildly different tones. Some 200,000 people bought advance tickets to see both movies on the same day, according to the National Association of Theater Owners.
4: We saw Barbie at three, and then we're doing
3: Oppenheimer at six. So it's like a God, whole you're day an thing. idiot. I can just tell by your voice. Is in dire straits. Everything I need to know about you as a person is in the pandemic. Down 20% since 2019. And summer sequels, like Indiana Jones and Mission Impossible, are no longer attracting audiences the way they used to. To. Both fell short of expectations, and complicating any recovery, Hollywood screenwriters are on strike for a third month. Joined on the picket line Nobody by cares. the Screen Actors Guild, we're we talking three now? Tens <laughs> of thousands are out of work. Production on new films halted. Movies don't write themselves. You have to have actors in front of the camera. So this is going to be very important that this gets resolved. Stop right there.
0: Stop right there. Movies do write themselves. Avatar, or, uh, Avengers. I can't even say Avengers Six will write itself. Yeah, it's, it's all AI.
1: <laughs> but did you guys notice? Uh, so they're talking Barbie, Oppenheimer, uh, the the how. Unfortunately, the big summer blockbusters from uh, a couple weeks ago, Mission Impossible and Indiana Jones, didn't quite bring home the the money that they expected. They uh, decided in this whole thing to skip over the number three movie in America. Sound of Freedom. What's that, Frank? Sound of Freedom. Uh, sorry, you're not coming through. What, excuse me. It's a movie called Sound of Freedom, and it's number. I don't think th- that exists. And it's number three. <laughs> number three, <laughs> right after Barbie and Oppenheimer. <laughs> I gotta ask you: Do you think they're gonna kill him? Yes, I do. They have <laughs> yes, to, <laughs> yes, right? I, yes. Caviezel. I absolutely believe uh He's they even will.
0: doing these interviews like it's his last will and testament. Like
1: Yes, man. Well he's just laying it out there because he, I I don't know, it's these some last words. Man, the when it comes to the human trafficking and the Andrenochrome and, and all that weird satanic ritualistic nonsense, it it's sounds like it's real. Uh it's been pretty obviously in our faces for some time now. Look at some of the ceremonies we've witnessed during, like, the halftime shows and, you know, the Oscars and everything. Like, th- there's weird ceremonial shit going on in front of us. And then behind the scenes, they are doing these ritualistic sacrifices and sick demonic practices. And, yeah, and Jim I, did have, a, I did have
0: a clip. It was, like, of these protesters. And it was one of those where I, like, sent it to myself. But then by the time I got home, they had removed it. Yeah. Because it was literally one of these guys saying, "We're sick of them going after the LGBTQ MAP
1: Wow.
0: Uh, like they're literally they're starting to include the MAP in the
1: LGBT. When the MAP, so they don't know,
0: it's minor attracted person. That's right.
1: And this is what, what everybody has been warning about. This is the slippery slope that people have been concerned for and now Uh, Once that MAP is added to the plus, (laughs) you could kiss goodbye the L's, the G's, and the B's, my man. They're gone.
0: Maybe, I don't know. Uh,
1: They already are, but uh, this will be the nail in the coffin, uh, I believe. So the whole reason I wanted to play this Barbie, Barbenheimer... Uh, story is because yeah they're billing it as the saving grace to the movie theater industry and they're just going to totally skip over the fact that one of the biggest movies of the summer has been Sound of Freedom (laughs) nobody wants to talk about that and in fact if you peruse TikTok and any of the other social media you know environments out there Uh, People have been posting nonstop videos of themselves in situations where mysteriously the theater that's showing Sound of Freedom is shutting down or there's no air conditioning or the movie isn't working or various other Uh. elements. The fire alarm goes off like there's a lot of situational coincidental things going on around the country where people were forced to leave the theater and not watch the movie so much so that Emma and I were talking about how we want to go see this movie.
0: Yeah, I really do. I can't wait to see it.: There's been such I'm not a gonna go pay, but
1: there's been a massive effort by a lot of institutions to convince you that this movie is a big waste of time, and then on top of it, uh, you know, the people who have gone to see it, well, there's been a, a lot of effort to, uh, you, know, cause havoc and chaos in the movie theaters and create situations where you can't see the movie. People don't want people seeing this movie. Should, I, can't uh, was, should, I can't believe
0: they let it be made. It's really weird that it got made.
1: Well, Mel Gibson's behind it, and uh, he's been blackballed by Hollywood for many decades, ever since he came out and did the old... Uh, he was speaking out about pedophilia and all this stuff going on, and then he had that weird random night where he was recorded saying anti-Semitic things. Wasn't he like getting arrested and he was drunk? You know, they know how to ruin a person's career. They always
0: go for the anti-Semitic. Yeah, that's what I was
1: going to say. Just ask Kanye or Kyrie Irving, man. They always go (laughs) (laughs) anti-Semitic. Pretty weird stuff. Uh, (laughs) In Kyrie's defense, he didn't know the vaccine was Jewish. (laughs) Well, no, he he didn't know that it only attacks everybody but the Jews, uh, according to RFK. Uh, According to RFK Jr., right?
0: No, it was those Ashakashi Jews Yeah,
1: or I don't know. Yeah, who? Ashkaj? Are, are are they like an elite version of the Jews that are uh, meant to survive? I'm assuming with the Chinese? they're the ones
0: that keep winning the Nobel Prize because they were able to like <laughs> invent this virus that doesn't kill them.
1: I, <laughs> I guess so, man. Uh, well, this is a whole bunch of uh distraction. It's uh you know, they they don't want you paying attention to the real kind of situations going on overseas.
4: The new military moves the U.S. is making as tensions rise with Iran. The Secretary of Defense sending Marines and more warships to the Middle East after Iran's attempt to seize two oil tankers in international waters. ABC's Inez de la Cotara has the latest now from London. Good morning to you, Inez. Good morning, Janae. That's right. The U.S. deploying new assets to the Middle East amid growing tensions with Iran. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin ordering additional warships and forces to the region, and that's on top of the Navy destroyer F-16 and F-35s also being deployed.
1: I want to remind everybody, there's this clip of Wesley Clark, General Wesley Clark, from about uh, 15 years ago or so, where he describes the seven countries that we had planned to destabilize and take over uh, the last country left on that list is Iran. Just to just to remind everybody,
4: Central Command saying this is all meant to deter Iran's destabilizing activities in the Strait of Hormuz, with the U.S. stopping Iran from seizing two oil tankers traveling through international waters earlier this month. CENTCOM says that in the last two years, Iran has attacked, seized, or attempted to seize nearly 20 internationally flagged merchant vessels. Now, there are questions as to whether this could all be part of a tit-for-tat, because the U.S. has also been seizing oil tankers, an effort to oh. track down on shipments oh. yeah, of right? oil evading U.S. sanctions. I love The, the no, nerve,
0: th- those aren't the the only nerve of that- these assholes to take over my tanker
1: all i did was take over some of the tankers <laughs> asshole. you guys we are over there over. taking our tankers acting like we're taking your tankers well okay we did take <laughs> your tankers but what's the big deal man it's just a tanker so outrageous that we're keeping an eye on this morning
5: <laughs>
4: That's right. Yeah. North Korea firing several cruise missiles towards its its western sea. So tensions rising there as well. uh, That's the second missile launch that comes in apparent response to the U.S. nuclear submarine now docked in South Korea. And meanwhile Pyongyang is still mum on the whereabouts of private Travis King who crossed into North Korea earlier Uh, this week. Secretary Blinken saying officials are very concerned about his well-being. And when asked if King might be tortured, Blinken said that based on what they've seen in the past and based on the way North Korea Has treated those it detains that that is a concern, Gio.
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) no, no, they're torturing the shit out of them. Oh
1: yeah, man.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a fucking soldier, dude. Why did he do that? He's an idiot. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. He apparently he got into he was stationed in South Korea, got into a bunch of fights. He got arrested in South Korea. He was facing military charges. So he fled to North Korea. Wow. Oh, he's a fucking idiot, dude. They grabbed him. They hauled him away. That Nobody really knows where he is right now. But he's definitely being interrogated. They're going to torture the shit out of this kid. They want to know who is he, why did he, you know what I mean? Yes. They're gonna, it's, they want to know everything he knows. It's, I can't believe that guy did that. What an idiot. What an idiot.
1: <laughs> yeah man. It's a it's a weird move. I didn't know he was uh trying to escape military tribunals or whatever but <clears throat> like whatever you would go through in South Korea in in America nothing like what he's experiencing now. I mean, he's going to he will die if he's not dead already. At Ugh, this point, I listen, mean, he's probably been tortured to death. I can only presume. He
0: he's they're probably like they're probably medically keeping him alive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're probably bringing him to the brink of death and keeping him alive just, just to get everything they can out of him. Because what he doesn't understand is at that moment, if you really are just an idiot that came over to flee your military, whatever, we don't care. Now we want to know everything you know about the army, your training, everything. It doesn't even matter even if it's shit we already know, maybe it's something, a minute detail we don't know, you know? Like, they don't it's, it's at that point now where they're, they're just gonna want everything they can get out of you.
1: Yeah, that's not good. Uh, This guy's <laughs> done for, I, it's a bizarre story, and it's weird they snuck that part into uh what I found to be the more interesting story here, which is you know, there's a lot of kind of build-up war-wise happening around Iran, man, and you know, it seems like every 6 months or so we're beating those drums to try and get people interested in doing something with Iran, but everybody yeah. seems no, no, please we don't we don't want any more war, especially in the Middle East.
0: Iran's a tough one. Real. Uh, that would I don't think Iran would be like Iraq. I mean, a lot of soldiers are dying when you go to war with Iran.
1: Oh yeah, no, I don't I the the Iran war is yeah. a bad bad idea, but like I said, General Wesley Clark, he, he made these statements a while back. Syria, Libya, the, you know, Iraq, everybody was on that list that they had, and they've systematically, over the last couple decades, kind of followed through on the plan.
0: <laughs> now what are they saying Iran is doing? I mean, this is so stupid. <laughs> They're
1: uh, hijacking <laughs> oil vessels.
0: Oil vessels, yeah. W- with uh, weapons of mass destruction.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm Uh, sure. uh, This is
0: such bullshit, man. (laughs) Come on, you're right. Every six, every six months, they try to get us into a war in Iran.
1: Yeah, they want it to happen so badly. Uh, it. I just don't (laughs) think people have the stomach for it. Focus on a
0: war in Ukraine. (laughs) That's right.
1: Oh man, well, it's uh, speaking of Ukraine, uh, you know, did you see any of the stuff floating around with Putin talking about the bioweapons uh, facilities that they've confiscated and the stuff that they had floating around in this joint or these joints? Uh. They had like, I don't know, half a dozen or, or I'm sorry, a dozen and a half maybe or so. Like, there were several facilities that they found where we were, you know, making viruses and crafting biochemical weapons. Uh, the, the it's floating around in the international news streams and systems, but people here, you know, we're, we're too distracted with Barbie, Barbenheimer, <laughs> Barbenheimer. you know, like we're very uh, busy dude, with Barbenheimer. CNN,
0: CNN finally talked about, uh, the Hunter Biden whistleblowers. Really? Wow. Uh, yeah. They had, they had Nancy, no money for her neck, Pelosi come come yeah all right it was uh yeah it was just some bipartisan bullshit that the republicans did where this whistleblower this gay democrat (laughs) from the irs that's right man was blowing the whistle on the hunter biden case yeah they definitely have evidence of money coming from uh china and russia ukraine
1: yeah, and again, uh, a lot of weird info coming out of Ukraine. I think we were doing some dirty deeds up in there, very similar to what we have going on at the Wuhan lab and whatever NIH does with the DOD down in Fort Detrick. Uh,
0: Dude, he, Putin, everybody said, why is he invading? Why is he invading? And Putin said, because you have Nazis on my border, you're trying to join NATO, and you have weapons bio labs all yes. around this country on yes. border. It turns out there are bioweapons labs. They incorporated a Nazi regime into their army. Yes, and they're now being included in NATO. <laughs> like, t-
1: tell me, out Putin was—he's he- banning a thousand here. So, got these bioweapons labs, right? Where we're crafting diseases. It's starting to seem like Fort Detrick, kind of where uh, Lyme's disease came out. Uh, a <laughs> lot of evidence suggesting maybe that's where AIDS uh, originated. We have ample evidence to suggest that uh, COVID came out of the Wuhan lab. We already know the patient zeros that, w- that worked in the lab. So, you know, we have these labs worldwide and here at home. Uh, we're crafting and creating these insane diseases that have kill rates that are specified to certain gene pools. Like, we're doing weird and wild stuff with genetics and diseases. So maybe there's no wonder that people just don't trust the government when it comes to our health.
2: The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, once considered the gold standard of public health,
5: finds itself at a crossroads. It's time for a new chapter.
2: Trust in the CDC plummeted during the height of the pandemic. Presidential candidates continue to slam the agency.
5: We've seen over the past few years Uh, Really, the the bankruptcy uh, of the public health establishment
2: from both sides of the aisle. The CDC, the World Health Organization, the Uh, National Those organizations
5: are captive agencies. Vaccine
2: misinformation, surges in drug overdoses, unprecedented gun deaths, all considered
1: major issues. Wait, gun deaths? Gun deaths. Why is the CDC occupied with gun deaths? What
0: the? That's a disease?
1: (laughs) This is when we all start to feel a little bit Orwellian. You know, when you're sneaking in these weird things like gun deaths with the CDC. Like I don't know why you don't trust
0: the CDC. I mean, they're working on gun control. What? What? what, what? No, 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 they're tackling the Second Amendment right now. The Center for Disease Control? (laughs)
1: Well, they want to make sure everyone who didn't get their booster also doesn't have a registered firearm, right? Because yeah, it's, a, it's a public health issue. Well, the yeah. next, it's because the next time they want to come around with their vaccines for whatever disease they release next, they don't want you to be able to say <laughs> no to that shot.
0: Right. The gun is not a disease. But you having one is a health crisis because then we can't force you to take a shot.
1: Yes, man.
0: Yeah,
1: yes. I see. I, I understand now. This all makes a lot of sense.
2: The CDC must tackle, even amid a proposed funding cut of more than a billion dollars. This is what Dr. Mandy Cohen faces Mark. as she takes the helm of the agency. Why did you want this job? <laughs> I have dedicated
1: my. <laughs> did you see how much Dr. Fauci eating. made? <laughs> I know. Did you catch that weird, nervous laugh did, she gave laugh? there? Yeah. Oh, it was creepy, man. This lady. Uh,
0: Five hundred a year plus
1: benefit plus bonuses. Yeah. Well, the last director, Raquel Walensky. What kind of sweet job did she get after her stint?
0: I don't know. It was better the money or being able to kill grandma. <laughs>
5: I have dedicated my career to making impact in the health space. And so when an opportunity to lead an agency whose mission is to protect the health of this country and really the world, That was an easy
1: answer. It was yes. First on her long... When when you are really gung-ho about saving the world, I don't trust you, and I don't trust anything you are about to do.
0: Uh, Susan, I don't know if you know this, but 500,000 a year, that's 10K a week. Wow. That's why
1: I took this job. (laughs) Yes, that's all you need to know. Oh, man. List of
5: goals yeah. rebuilding credibility lost because of some CDC missteps during the pandemic. If we want to protect the health of every American, we have to first make sure that we are building trust with the American people. And I know some of that trust was lost.
1: Yeah, it was yeah, lost. You build trust by being right. <laughs> You lost that trust when you trotted out that fat piece of crap Bill de Blasio who told me he can uh, I could stuff my face with a cheeseburger just like him if I get uh two doses of this <laughs> experimental mRNA gene therapy that you promised was <laughs> tested, which oopsies we you know we never really tested it anyways, but you know yeah, I didn't have the time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, warp speed, right? <laughs> Anything warp speed. Year, dude. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah, you could be like me. Get two shots. You could stuff your fat face just like Bill De Blasio.
0: The free cheeseburger, the Lotto tickets, and then they then they had the audacity to come out and be like, "We tried the carrot. Now you get the stick." Yes, man. That's a mandate. Can't go into a restaurant. You know, no, you can go get food from around back from the window.
1: Yeah, you can so, join yeah. the rats in the alleyway and the homeless people, and we'll serve you out back. Because we were, according to everybody else, plague rats. That's right. Let us not forget the language that was used just a few years ago. We were described as plague rats for refusing the experimental, untested gene therapy. Yeah, just go ask Arnold. Forget your freedom. That's right, man. Just ask Arnold. Go back
0: to Austria. And then then it's no coincidence that he gets a special on Netflix.
1: Yes, man. No, seriously. Everybody who played ball got all the goodies coming their way in the years that followed. All the major cities that uh, were big time in the COVID and the governors, they all got their championships, Denver included. Everybody's getting all the money funneling back into their cities one way or another. You
0: You know who you haven't seen in a movie? Ice Cube.
1: Good call, my man. Remember,
0: he got—he made headlines for turning down that nine million. Yes, sir. Role That's he right. Want to get vaccinated?
1: Absolutely. And on top of yeah. no longer getting movie deals, it sounds like uh, they're stopping at nothing to end his ability to get any contract with any television channel to air his big three basketball. So yeah, uh, yeah. It seems like those who played ball, by the way, <laughs> hey, salute. You are so oh, good looking. All right. I muted the wrong mic. <laughs> oh, man. Production crew. It's Sunday. It's a little sleepy. But, uh, like, think back, by the way. Uh, everybody who spoke out against the vaccines uh, pretty much got destroyed. Uh, Kyrie Irving, Aaron Rodgers. You know, where's Aaron Rodgers now? He's playing for the Jets. You know what happens to people who play for the Jets? They retire. That's what happens. You know, you know what
0: also <laughs> happened to all those guys? They're still healthy. Where's uh, Justin Bieber? Still not performing?
1: Good call, my man. Yeah, how's Jamie Foxx yeah. doing? He finally put out a video uh, this weekend. Did you catch that?
0: Yeah, where he's totally fine. He it wasn't the vaccine.
1: Doesn't look that good, I'll be honest. It I know. Almost looks like a, uh, a fresh clone. Like they didn't, they didn't bring him out. or They didn't let him incubate long enough. <laughs>
0: Years. you got see how but many dots I'm... are under that left eye <laughs> that's
5: right <laughs> here to refocus the or- organization on building that trust how will you do that differently though from your predecessors is that engaging press briefings more how, how will you get that message out to people who really need to hear that well first it starts with the whole team at CDC trust is not just built with me uh, doing something different it's all of us being different. Um, And at my first all-hands meeting here at CDC last week, the first thing we talked about was trust.
2: Beyond politics, she's facing the very real impact of climate change on Americans'
1: health. What?! WHY DOES I EVERYTHING GO TO CLIMATE I CHANGE, from MAN? From extreme
2: heat to air pollution from wildfires, <laughs> even threatening to add uh. new viruses
5: to the mix, which Cohen says the CDC is tracking closely. Look, we saw for the first time a few cases of domestically acquired malaria. Which we hadn't seen. Stop right there, stop right years. there.
0: Do you know why nobody trusts you? Because your answer to this deadly virus that nobody had seen before from China? Your answer to that was an M95 mask. And then we had a Canadian wildfire that was billowing smoke into our air, and your answer was an N95 mask. And then malaria comes, and your answer is an N95
1: mask. (laughs) That's right. And I'm starting
0: to think you really don't have any answers.
1: (laughs) Good call. Also, uh, didn't we just talk about how Bill Gates invested a lot of money into farming mosquitoes, and now all of a sudden we've got malaria showing up? Nobody wants to talk about that. (laughs) Kind of weird. Kind of (laughs) weird. It's an... It's in your McDonald's fries. <laughs> it what? is. It's in your potatoes. I'm telling you, man. And hey, uh, check out the videos online. People are sticking magnets to their meats in the grocery store. So buy local, people. Don't, uh, don't trust that mass-produced no. Bill Gates <laughs> no. nonsense.
0: What, they think it's the mRNA?
1: Yeah, they're uh, juicing up the cows and the chickens with the mRNA vaccine. And so uh, the magnets are sticking to the meats.
0: Well, the chickens have been taking mRNA for, I think it's like
1: 2014. The chickens, where, yeah, they've been that's taking. That's where Marich's disease started. That's the Merricks disease, which we may yeah. even be slowly soon experiencing here where, uh, you know, maybe uh, we'll have a new super disease that unleashes mm-hmm. and it wipes out those who aren't vaccinated. And so now you have to be vaccinated to survive, even though the vaccine slowly kills you.
0: See, I think it's a win win either way because one, I just, I really don't want to keep living in this world with the vaccinated. Yes. Yeah, I hear you. So if it kills me, fine. If it kills them, fine. Right. Yeah. uh, Let's
1: just. (laughs) I guess, yeah, I I hear you. Either way, can we go one path or the other? I don't like having the dual paths going on. The, the, you know, the dual, the dual reality living is becoming nauseating. You know, I, I, we need to, uh, It'd be it'd be nice to live either in a reality we could all agree upon or they could just kill us off and then they could have their own nutjob reality. Exactly. Either kill them or kill me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, when it comes to the CDC and going after folks like Fauci and company, uh, you better watch your back, folks, especially if your name is Rand Paul.
2: This morning, a fire caused heavy damage to a building that houses the Bowling Green Office of Kentucky. Senator Rand Paul as well as a local law firm. Now no injuries were reported according to the Bowling Green Fire Department and the cause and origin of the fire are under investigation. The structural damage prevented firefighters from entering that building as they blocked off multiple streets to contain <laughs> the fire.
5: Crews will be out here for a majority of the day, so you can expect that <laughs> this to be blocked off at least until tonight. Uh, we will keep our social media updated um, as soon as streets are opening back up, but just try to avoid the area for the foreseeable future.
2: Senator Paul said in a statement he was thankful for first responders arriving so quickly to extinguish the blaze. He said his office is working with authorities to assess the damage.
1: Oh, yeah, I wonder who, who could have possibly attacked Rand Paul's office, especially 24 <laughs> hours after he uh, filed <laughs> paperwork that he was going to call Fauci. To testify.
0: <laughs> hey uh, Dr. Fauci, any comment on the uh, the Rand Paul's office fire?
1: What oh, uh me uh, oh,
0: uh that day I uh, oh, I I saw Dashek! He smelled like gasoline, and <laughs> had matches in his pocket, I swear. <laughs> it was Dashek,
1: just like the virus. <laughs> yeah, man! Come on! It's not suspicious at all. Right, this guy filed paperwork (laughs) to go after Fauci and the NIH and all that nonsense. And uh, oh,
0: Dr. Fauci, I can't even stand next to you. Your boots—they smell like gasoline. (laughs) I had this accident at the the, at the gas station. The truth, Martha, run.
1: Oh man, this would kind of freak people out. Honestly, uh, you got the office of a sitting senator; it gets uh, firebombed after he declares that he is indeed going after Fauci and uh, the the people behind the the Wuhan leak. Uh, you know, th- this is um mafioso esque man. we you know oh, absolutely. It, it's it's really just uh <clears throat> such a f- almost Hollywood like. Play out here where you know, oh, Fauci is the highest paid bureaucrat, he's probably got eight men. Till, wait till all the people are out
0: of the house and then burn it to the ground. Yes, that's literally what it is. I want to
1: send a message. You know that uh, Rand Paul he got home later that night and uh, there was a FedEx delivery package there and it was just a fish right wrapped in newspaper.
0: <laughs> They're gonna say Beaglehead.
1: Oh, the Beaglehead <laughs> is in the sheets. When he goes to bed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. He'll never talk about it again.
1: (laughs) Fauci's got to send him a message that he couldn't refuse, man. That's what it's all about.
0: No, see, uh, Rand Paul had a golden retriever. He cut the head off and then glued (laughs) on the head of a beagle that had been eaten by botfly.
1: Oh, wow. That's twisted, man. Oof. Right up uh, the uh, Fauci Alley, yeah. So, dude, come on, for sure, this is this is this is Epstein, dude.
0: You guys are obviously doing this. This yeah, is Pfizer. Man.
1: Oh yeah, dude, Fa- Pfizer is a criminal mafia like organization. There's no doubt about it. You
0: are literally the guy on the other side of the lake in
1: Roadhouse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Good comment. I I find it interesting. <clears throat> Two that a tornado just wrecked a Pfizer plant uh, a few days ago, and now we have um, you know Rand Paul kind of uh, getting ransacked here. You know, at... is
0: Rand Paul Jewish? Is he controlling the tornado? Uh,
1: no, he uh... oh. <laughs> he probably. Well, the government does control the tornadoes and the weather. Just take a look at Harp. I think this and...
0: was a... Yeah, maybe this was a tip for tat. He started the tornado, so they burned down his office
1: yeah man. No, no, I definitely think the burned down office has everything to do with the filing of the uh paperwork and they're you know they're they're going after fauci uh they're going to do it. They have a lot of evidence against this guy when it comes to Covid and all that stuff, like it really does seem like it was a lot of fauci and Dashik making a lot of money
0: It's insane. How many people just forget about it? They shut down your entire life, your country, for a year in some places too. They they literally made your loved ones the enemy, and now we're just supposed to forget about it and walk away. Yes, you know yes. it's insane.
1: And it's insane. Again, I. You know, conspiracy theories all aside. Uh, when you take a really hard look at what went on during the shutdowns and the pandemic, or the scam-demic, if you will, uh, a whole bunch of people in Congress and in the Senate dumped stocks right before the shutdowns, and then a whole bunch of people made a ton of money when the economy swung back up. Man, we, we were played and we were had... By a small percentage of people at the top who
0: knew. No, to be honest, to be fair, we weren't. I wasn't because I honestly that was like my most prosperous time. I took that to I took that as an opportunity to make money, to advance career, to do all of this. Right, the people on. That got played are the ones that sat at home and were like, "Oh, I need to accept this government money." You know, you are the people that got played. Good I know call. it sounds like you guys had this free vacation and you got money and I'm the sucker because I worked the whole time, but you got played. My life has never been better, and it's because of the years of the pandemic.
1: You know, Absolutely, and ultimately what I do believe, though, is a very small percentage of the people at the very top cashed out big time at Absolutely. the beginning of this yeah. scenario, and that yes. is including Tony Fauci. And he was no, the that's what I'm f-
0: saying. All, all you people that sat at home and shit, you played into their game. They couldn't have done that without you sitting at home in fear. Like, oh, yeah, I need to just not
1: go to work and just collect this government. Check. <laughs> that's right.
0: You know, like you were part of that. You were the fools that they relied on.
1: Everybody yep. I know bought new cars, new TVs. Yes. they got the new exercise equipment everybody all oh, we're of not sudden, even gonna have to
0: pay our student loans back after
1: this that's right, man, and you know, yeah. now everybody can suddenly afford a thousand dollar peloton right like okay, oh, what
0: happened to peloton that that company tanked huh?
1: yes absolutely that that's probably bankrupt if it isn't already it will be uh Come on, dude. What who's who's forking?
3: <laughs> there was up the a time
0: where more sports e- more exercise equipment and more exercise clothes were sold than any other period in America and everybody got fat.
1: Everybody got fat, dude. Like we increased in size so much so that now what's the big news item of the day? Oh, we don't just have this shot that makes you skinny. You could take a pill and give it to your kid. Everybody's <laughs> skinny now. You don't need Peloton. Sell that Peloton back, man. We got the pill. <laughs> You just take this pill. You you drip the pounds right through your anus. It's incredible. Like a, <laughs> it's way easy. All we liquefy your guts and they just pour out your body. <laughs> it's beautiful. Everybody looks great. We're all thin. See? <laughs> you, so know? you don't need you don't need Peloton. What exercise equipment? Get yeah, out of
0: here. First of all, just the word exercise. Very white supremacist. <laughs> Uh, god, I, don't, I don't really like it. it. Makes me a little uncomfortable. It's practically the N word of today. <laughs> That's Did you right. say work hard? Oh god. Yeah, it is part great. of the patriarchy.
1: It's <laughs> 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 insane. Oh man, it's just the uh, I. We- now we don't need the exercise equipment. We don't need the exercise clothes. We're just gonna liquefy the insides. It'll all drip away. <laughs> we look beautiful. Ozempic oh, face. Don't worry. You know, we got surgeries for that, right? We could oh yeah,
0: well, tighten you right get, up.
1: <laughs> That's right. Look
0: at Nancy Pelosi though. Nothing we can do about your neck. That's
1: yeah, we can tits. We can give you tits of a twenty-year-old. All right. Uh, face, well, here's the problem with, with the neck. No do You want it to look twenty, or do you want to be able to turn it? <laughs> dude when it comes to the neck and i love your obsession with all these uh politicians and their goofy looking necks a lot of uh theories in the conspiracy landscape uh that you know these are masks that these uh that are being worn by actors and that's why the necks i i've been kind of thinking maybe look a little scrunched up or unsightly you know that you have Uh, not Kamala, just wearing the Kamala mask. (laughs)
0: No, it's just, it's like the makeup artist thing and everything. They like And and they get plastic surgery, and then they do all the makeup to make the face look younger and everything. Your neck still looks 80. (laughs) That's why there's always going to be that line, you know what I mean? No matter how much you try to fade it, you know, it's just, you can't put a 60-year-old face on an 80-year-old neck. You know?
1: Good call, man. Yeah. Just be
0: old. Just be old. Listen, I have to walk around every day short and bald. Just accept <laughs> it. Just accept who you are. Be who you are. People will like you more if you just accept it.
1: Oh, these creatures in politics Ooh. and Hollywood, man, they, they are so vain. They have to keep injecting the Korean foreskins into the face to stay young. Uh, it's the only way, man.
0: I would do the Korean foreskin if it would uh, put hair on my head. You
1: increase well, and we yeah, I, I have a feeling the adrenochrome probably does something with the hair. Uh maybe- Actually, I'll tell
0: you what, I'll take the bald head if you can just take the hair off my back and
1: ass. Wow, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a fair trade. <laughs> Shrink down the back hair, grow the head hair. How come I lost it where I want
0: it and gained it where I don't? You know, that's <laughs> the un- that's the unfair part of getting old. <laughs>